You are now listening to the Mostly Sober Podcast. What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Most Sober Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and alongside me always is my good pal, Zach Uhas. What's happening, brother? Uh, you know, just a tough week for us. Yeah, a very tough week for us. We're uh, we're not going to jump into memes. We're not going to jump into current events or anything like that. It's just... Definitely a sad week. We, yeah, uh, a bunch of fuckery. We announced uh, on our social media pages about our good friend, Zach Cromer, who had passed away last Friday. And um, with this episode is 100% dedicated to our boy, Zach Cromer. Uh, what we're going to do is... Listen back to a few of his closest friends, say a few kind words about him, and uh, just listen in. Yeah, this this episode's more of like an around our area like show that we had a conversation just with us three with the microphones on about two years ago. So a lot of you people listening that aren't from around like where we live, you're not going to understand it. But I mean, stay around and listen to the good stories that are told. It's it's fucking hilarious, man. It's so funny. They are literally like like the stories that we have in this episode are they they are very local for me, you and I, but they are so fucking far fetched and funny. I love them to death. Yeah, so do I. So do I. So here, let's take a listen to some some of the kind words that our friends have to say to our, our buddy Zach. This is Bird. I'm going to talk to Chrome. There's a few certain people you meet in your life that really make an impact. And I will say that there's a select few people in my life that I can call my brother. And Chrome, you are legit at the top of the list. I'm going to miss you. I love you. And I'll never forget you, my friend. Hey, Chrome, it's Carp. Want to miss you, buddy. You are a hell of a man and one of the best human beings I've ever met in my life. Pancraft boards for life. I'll see you on the other side, brother. Love you, Chrome. Don't worry, I'll make too much driving Haas for you. I love you, Chrome. Things won't be the same without you. Chrome, dome, slow mom. I'll miss you and love you forever. You'll always be my international harvester. <laughs> Chrome, we're going to miss you, man. Uh, we had a hell of a ride from high school to now, but too bad it was too soon. Miss you, man. Um, we're going to live on in your memory, and we'll never forget you, buddy. We love you. I'm going to miss you, brother. I had some of the best nights of my life with you. This summer and the rest of my life ain't going to be the same. Chrome Dome. This is... Airy Dairy Mary Sari, what you used to call me all the time. We are the tag team champions. Team Hell No, actually, hashtag Team Hell No, motherfucker. Yes, 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 yo, dog. You were my motherfucking dude. You're my brother. I'm gonna miss you so much. We ran the table. Our longest streak, I guess, was about 11 to 0. We ran it. You are my brother. I will miss you so much. I don't, words cannot describe how much I love you. Love you, Chrome Dog. Zach, I don't know what we're going to do without you. We'll miss you a whole bunch. 
Hope you have a good time up in heaven, bud. Uh, I don't know where to really start, but for a long time, you've been close friends. Um, seeing your name come up on my phone always made me happy because it means I knew I was going to have a good night out. Um, it's, it's never going to be the same. It's like not a day, not a minute goes by since this happened that I can't stop thinking about it all. And I'm, I'm going to miss you tremendously. I mean, he was hands down the best friend I've ever had, along with everybody here with me. Everybody had their own special memory with him. And, that you know, it's, it's priceless, I guess. There's so much more I could say, but I'm just lost about everything. I'm going to miss you more than anything. You made some of the best memories from my fucking elementary years on. Even when I shouldn't have been drinking and acting a fucking fool. You let me rip, so I love you for that. Thank you. Special shout out to all the folks that decided to come out and say some nice words to Chrome. This episode, again, is recorded from a few years ago from me and Zach and Chrome having a conversation that basically we normally would have just any hanging given, out any given like, day of the week. Any given day of the week, just hanging out, having beers, whatever it is. And it just happened, the microphones were on, so I hope everyone enjoys it and gets to, you know, have a laugh. I, I feel that... There's going to be several laughs. A couple of tears, I'm sure. Uh, there's only one thing appropriate that we should do before we play this episode. Mostly sober beer chug, uh, brother. Mostly sober beer chug. Let's let the episode play. Hope you guys like it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Most Super Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and I'm here with my good pal, good friend, great buddy, Zach. You have us. What's going on, guys? Um, I just like to say, uh, doing this podcast is a treat for me every week, and it lo- gives me something to look forward to. I mean, there are sometimes when we get a little crowded, we get busy, that we can't produce one every week. But that's not going to happen very often because uh, we're actually recording two in the same day today. So, uh, and they're going to drop two days apart next week so you can get a little double taste of us next week if, you, if you'd if you like and then we'll drop another one for you next Tuesday which will be dank <laughs> uh, once again joining us is uh, our good pal Zach Cromer hey bud hey he's here Chad's here I'm here we're here we're here <laughs> so uh, Cromer your first experience on the podcast your first recording, uh, what, what did you think? How'd it go? Did, was it anything like you would expect, or was it, was it lackluster in any way? Or No, it was definitely clutch. It was definitely um, a good episode, being the first episode that I was being on. And um, love to keep on recording as much as you guys want me to come back. Yeah, because we, we got a lot of shit to talk about that's going to take more than fucking an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the funny part about it is, is that, you know, me and me and Zach, we, me and both of the Zachs have been friends for a good while, but a lot of the time it was just either me and me and you, Hosh, or me and Cromer, but a lot of the time we all spent together was in a group, and we spent a lot of time as a group together, so a lot of our stories that are 
epic and legendary stories. We all three were present for these legendary stories. And we were 100% drunk. Oh, not, yeah, at least 110% of the time we were, <laughs> we were drunk. So, like, like I want to know, from your point of perspective, Chrome, um, like, what, do you, like, look forward to listening to our show at all, or... Yeah, I mean, I try to at work whenever I'm like, not really busy or whatever. I usually try to listen to as much as possible. I think I'm like three or four episodes back. But uh, I definitely have to get caught up and and just record as much as I can if I can come over. But um, it's a good overall experience. I mean, the thing is, like for me, doing this, doing the show, um, from a person that listens to a lot of podcasts throughout the week and... Uh, wanting to do it for so long and then finally getting able to get everything done and, you know, getting all the shit we needed and uh, we still need to get another part for the, so we get the third mic up and rolling so we ain't got to be fucking lip to lip on this mic, even though how bad he wants to make out with me. But, um, <laughs> the goal was just to, to make you laugh, to enlighten you on some subjects and, to, you know, throw shit at you didn't know, like what the episode we did with the fucking toys from the yeah. year. year. That, that was fun. That was, that was a cool episode to do and, I mean, Shit like that. That's what we're gonna. That's what we do here at the Mosasova Podcast. We get drunk and tell you about cool shit. <laughs> gonna make you laugh, educate, and laugh at the same time. Educate and entertain. The double E's. The double E's. And the double E's. No. No. <laughs> the double E's though. Um, one thing I'd like to start talking about with this episode, since we have Cromer available again, um, we we do this thing uh, almost. I, almost every get together. I mean, we, it could be anywhere. We could be we could be at the U-Haas residence. There's always beer involved. Um, we could be out in the middle of the woods. We could be in a car ride from one bar to another. Or perhaps we could just be chilling at a table playing card games. But there is something that we call the footage that is available at, at all times. And Kroger brings this camera along with him. And the best part about it is he captures every moment. Do we always get a chance to look back on all these? No. But our plan is to pile them up into a chest one day, go up into the attic one day when we're like 45 years old, we have kids and wives, and they all go out to go to some like uh, origami owl party or some bullshit. Origami! Origami owl! And we were like, hey, is your wife home? No. All right, it's time. And we go up into the fucking attic and grab this chest. We're gonna blow all the fucking dust off of it. Yes, dude. <laughs> and here it is. The archive of our lives. Mad yeah. seasons. Mad, Mad seasons. seasons. Um, yeah, it's like, as being Chrome, as the idea holder of doing the footage from the get-go, um, when I found out that my friends Trav and Zach started doing the podcast, I thought it was a really cool idea that they did that because it's like... Um, the same idea I had whenever I invented the footage in 2013. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I was 13. Yeah, because the very first thing is, is well, no. April Halloween. <laughs> no, the footage started when we went ghost oh. all the time. That's the legit. That's the lost uh, episodes. Very first season. Oh, yeah. The very That's first all the season of the footage. Is okay, so me and Crone, we really didn't hang around too much like in high school. I mean, we was buddies. We would, you know, talk shit, do prank wars. You know, whatever. I'd always come down and talk to him after second period, after I got done with Mr. Brown class. And uh, so uh, it's uh, Chris Basin's grad party, right? At Flatwoods. Flatwoods pool. pool. Flatwoods pool. It's me and Bird. It was me, Bird, Chevelle, and Summer that went. 
and uh, we started, Krem was there, we started talking with Krem, and uh, me and Bird and Chris used to they go around ghost hunting, because there was a TV show that we used to watch that it was pretty cool, and it was like, yeah, let's go try to do that, let's find some haunted places around. So uh, we did that a few times, and uh, we posted pictures online and whatnot, so we was talking to Krem, he's like, yeah, man, I see you guys doing the ghost hunt stuff, I'd love to do those kinds of things. <laughs> he's like, I have a camera, and I'll drive. I was like, well, it's fucking settled, you can come then, because I, I hate driving. <laughs> right. And then we, uh, we started taking the camera, doing you know our ghost shit, which was a great experience in its all. And I don't think we're going to get into that topic today, but it's a good thing to talk about at another point in time. Um, then the footage kind of took a break for a while, and then we brought it back once we really started fucking drinking heavily every fucking weekend. Yeah, like I said before, um, when I found out that they um, two started doing the podcast. And if they want to do an idea like that, it was like, it's like, I was like, yeah, it's a good idea because it was like the same idea that I had when I thought of the footage and start recording because I was like, man, it'd be awesome just to get a video camera and just like record and just start getting some video of like parties and random things like that. And just to have something that you can like plug in the TV one day, like how Travis said, and just look back and say, you remember that, and you remember all this, and da 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 and all that stuff like that. So when I found out they was on the podcast, I was like, man, that's a good, that's an awesome idea. That because um, you can you capture all the memories and have something to look back on, like a photo album, but kind of like more in a you know like it's obviously a video form for me. The audio kind of like for audio us. Form, yeah, like, like audio form for them. That um, is something that you know years down the road you can come back and look on and be like, like how he said about the footage. It's like another inside story. We was gonna say that it's gonna be a chest, and um, it's like been you know 30 years since, since any of us seen the footage, and we've kind of like we kind of remember vaguely. Once we start watching it, we'll remember, but we kind of don't really remember what's all exactly on it. And there's all just, just when I call him one day and just say. <laughs> Hey guys, we're doing the footage today, and it's just like what? And it's like I try. It's like I'm gonna try to call everybody that is involved. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna get everybody because there's been countless people in the footage. That random people that I don't even know. Random people that we don't talk to no more. That was just like a, a point in that. In that time, yeah. I mean, there's just the most random stuff on there, and I like to keep on recording, but um, as much as I can, have as many seasons as possible. But. Um, one day when I call them and say, yo guys, we're doing the footage and I'm going to have like over my house or whoever's house, I mean, is it more than likely my house and come over and it's like, there's like 15 of us and we're all just like together. It's like, oh yeah, dude, we're ready to watch the footage. And <laughs> we go up in the attic and yeah, we blow off this two inches of dust off his chest and it's just like engraved on it, just has footage on it. And we open it up. And it's just like there's the camera, there's the charging cord, the TV cord, and like 30 SD cards <laughs> labeled like season one or season two through 30, because the actual first season is gone forever. Yeah, it's lost. The first season's gone. It was all our great ghost shit that we put on a computer, and the computer was wiped. That's balls. But because we needed room on an SD card, and instead of being smart people, instead of going out and buying a new SD card. Let's put these on the computer so we got room on here. What, what's an SD card? Eight bucks? No, it's Is that? No, it's like 20, 22 bucks or something like that for a... For two. No, for a 32 gig, dude, they're expensive. Really? Yeah, they are expensive. Oh. 
But yeah. Fuck it, we should have just did that anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, there is some memorable footage on the very first season, trust me. I mean, you're not gonna get too, too much of that. Yo. You come to get to hell? Yeah, I gotta stop the cheats and shit. <laughs> yeah, there's so much on season one that we can go into, but and by it's the, lost forever. Season one has our legit proof of spirits in the afterlife. That, yeah, Lafayette Cemetery, yes. But I like to call it season two because because nothing will ever beat season one. Actual season one. Was season, so one. Good. season two, it starts off, but uh, and then progresses through. And I have I have three SD cards full. I think two or one 16 gig, which is um, four hours, and I think two 32 gig, which is eight hours. So in total, almost 20 hours so far of footage. That's crazy. That's just, and it's not even specifically topic on anything. It's just like random. the random parties, um, basement parties, field parties, um, random car drives, anything that's all combined. And just when you click play, you're just in for a treat. <laughs> We're going to have to do that one day. We're going to have to watch a lot of the footage. Yeah, like I said, there's about 20 hours as of right now, an estimated guess. And there's just a lot of stuff on there that um, a lot of stuff that we forgot and I know that when we all get together like me Holy and you and Trav you remember this and like Pizzle and I mean there's just I mean there's things in my like, like in my apartment there's like 30 plus people partying yeah and this fucking apartment is as big as the as most of the separate studios yes <laughs> yeah like, yeah let's put a perspective I mean this apartment like you walked in there was probably a 10 by 10 living room, two little like eight by eight bedrooms, and probably a 10 by 12 um, kitchen. Yeah, kitchen. And there's like 30 plus people in this thing. And just and we're this, making a disaster of the place. Just the shenanigans that we can get into it, on this footage. It would be, it's just unreal for someone that doesn't know what we're talking about. If you'd watch this, it'd just be like, holy shit. I mean, just karaoke, uh, wrestling. The, the list goes on. I mean, it's it's very... Beer pong tournaments. Yes, it's a lot of stuff. Like, entrances, we used to do beer pong tournaments. With entrances, dude. They were, and they were so hyped, like, because uh, fucking Ricky, when he said, he was like, yo, I'm getting season tickets to the U-Haul's basement because this shit is popping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's shout out to Ricky Walters, for sure. There's so many good things. Like I remember the one, the one piece of footage that we had. Me and Cromer was out at Smitty's one night, which is a like a, a dive bar out in the middle of nowhere, and we were just throwing them back, throwing them back, playing pool, throwing them back. And I said, Hey, how about we go down to Jay Paul's for a little bit? And he goes, All right, that sounds like a great idea. And I was like, yeah, it's, I think it's a good idea for us. And he goes, I'm going to do this real quick. And he sets the footage up on his dash. And it, he faces it towards me and him. And we wrap Biggie Smalls from no, that was Smitty's. After. That was after. Oh, that what was did we Nick wrap? Nick in the back. Nick Polito in the back. Oh, on the way God. there. On the way there. On the way there, he was trying to explain to me how to get there. Because I, I, I don't really usually go downtown Uniontown. But... Travis is a little bit more familiar with it than I am, and <laughs> it was we're heading from Schmidty's, which is right off of 119. It's maybe like a 10 minute tops ride, 
Right. And, and we're going down, and he's like, yeah, it's good, Jake Paul's, or whatever. I said, like, I've never been. And like, uh, so we start heading down towards this this bar, and he, I mean, he's trying to explain to me how to get there. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, like, we're laughing and carrying on the whole way there. I can't remember exactly what happened on the way there, but... It's, it's on the footage. footage. It was definitely funny, and... But without a doubt, once we watch it, we'll be like laughing our goddamn ass off. So we get to the bar and everything like that, and we go in and do our thing and um, running to Polito. We're running Polito there, and he's like, "Hey, can yeah, you guys give me a ride home." Ride home. Yeah. So yeah. And then, <laughs> so the Nick comes with us or whatever. It's like. Um, did we close the bar? We, we closed the bar. And it was like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. We're yeah. heading back to, he lives in... Fair um, Chance. He would live in Fair Chance, which is about a 15-minute ride or whatever. And that piece of footage was pretty classic, too. Yeah. The footage was up on the thing again. Once again, we get in the car, and um, he's in the back seat. You can barely see him. And me and Travis like in the front seat. And um, I'm like, dude, let's just do it. And I pop in Biggie Smalls. Hit the juicy, dude. And all three of us are just killing it, killing juicy, word for word. We get to the house and it's on. And I mean, I you have to understand, like this footage is like everything. Very rarely does it get paused. And um, if we get to the house, I mean, yeah, like Nick's house and everything like that. He's dating Brittany. Uh, uh, well, Polito now, but yeah, uh, Polito now, but Brittany Remington. Yeah, yeah. And get out, and we go in. <laughs> I remember she's wrapped up in like a snuggie or like a big yeah. blanket, remember? Yeah. She's like on the porch. And here comes me, drunken as, I mean, drunk. Drunk this night. This was one of them more than more than just regular drinking nights. And here comes me and her fiance and Trav <laughs> up on her porch. And she's on a, she's in a snug look out the window. And I'm coming up. I, it's like, I got the, the camera footage. in your hand. I got the footage in her face. And she's like, what is going on right now? We go in. <laughs> And um, we didn't have any beer like to take with us or like in the car like I usually do. I got a cooler full of beer usually most of the time. But yeah, everybody um, got a cooler full of beer most of the time. But um, it's, Nick had some, I believe, Michelob Ultra. Yeah. So we drank a couple of those and he busts out the acoustic guitar. And we just had a blast with that. We just, he busts out the acoustic guitar, just drunk and just strumming and we started singing all kind of acoustic song. He plays some Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, well, he played songs for like a good a good hour and a half, two hours before we decided to roll out of there. Yeah, about something four like in the morning. that. It was like four in the morning. Yeah, we had left. And it was all, it was all on film. And, and like this shit, this shit is like, it's unbelievable. Like you watch it like, who the fuck? And it's just like a, you know, I mean, there's been days where we, Thanksgiving, for God's sake. Like, Thanksgiving, two years ago. And two years ago on Thanksgiving, we pull up the Clark's apartment down below, um, uh, uh, right across the street from Blue Moon by yeah, the YMCA. Moon. On a corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we go to Clark's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and and we're, we're all single at the time. Me, you, Clark. Um, I think he was dating his Lori. No, he, oh, no, yeah. it, was right, it was right before him and Lori started dating. He was living there by himself. Well, he was living by himself, okay. at least, yeah. at least. And he was definitely there. We pull up, Pit, we're, we're, I'm texting Piz on the way there. Piz is like, I can't make it, guys. He's at work. I'm at work. He's at work, he's, yeah, whatever he, I mean, laying doing his thing. Yeah, and we go, 
And um, we're, we're like, okay, fuck it, we're gonna go to Carp's house for Thanksgiving, we're gonna play some board games, it's gonna be me, Chrome, and Carp. Yep, never got an invite. And, um... <laughs> Oh, it's all salty. And we, we pull in and we see this fucking warp truck in, in the parking lot. And we walk in and Piz is sitting on a table waiting for us to show up. And we're like, Piz, what are you doing? He's like, I'm on a clock right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was me, Trav, Pizzle, Carp, and Lori. Yeah. On, on Thanksgiving Eve, the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. They, yeah. They, no, it was Thanksgiving night. Oh, it was Thanksgiving th night. That's yeah. right. Let's come from my, from my, um, my grandma's for Thanksgiving dinner. Come back to the house, and I was like, "Man, what am I gonna do?" And then he was like, "Yo, let's go to carbs. Like, yeah, something to do." So we well, went. Why did I not get an invite to this? I played hockey on fucking Easter Day that yeah. one time. Yeah, yeah, you did. But I didn't get an invite to play cards. Well, it was more than cards. It was, it was like this. I forget what it was. It was like a, it doesn't matter what the fuck it was. I'm friends with everybody. Why didn't I think, hey, you know what? Let's get Hawson. Let's get Hawson. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't end up in his lap either. That was 2014. That was the day you put your hands in Carp's toilet while someone flushed it. Yeah, that was one of the things on Cranium that said... Put your hands in the toilet and let someone flush it. And just for the record there, that footage is untouched. Yeah, we never watched it. That footage, it's a good at least... Six hours. No, not that long. I would say three four, minimum. Four? Uh, I'm thinking four at least. It's a it's a good four hours. Now, I mean, we've watched the footage before. I mean, yeah, we've watched it like past stuff and we've laughed. But there's there's two scenes. There's two there's two segments on the footage that has never been played on the TV. And one Thanksgiving is Eve. Thanksgiving, well, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving night. Day. Yeah, yeah. It's at least four hours, at least four hours of us five playing cranium. Yeah. And doing the most random whatever the card said. If any of you guys have ever played cranium, you have to act out things and guess different stuff. And I think there was teams, I think, or it might have been a free-for-all. Yeah, I mean it was it was a little bit of everything. I remember we we it was it was like free-for-all until Piz absolutely had to leave because he was on lunch for two hours on the clock. Yeah. And he decided to leave finally. And um, it's a good four hours. And then the second was, is a, I can't ever wait to watch this, is because it was at Isabel Ash Dumps. Me, Trav, Hoss, and Carp. Yeah. At Isabel Ash Dumps. The biggest. Off of the highway. And another four hour segment. The biggest heart to heart you'll ever hear in your life. The most random. No, no visuals. No, no. you can't sitting, even see us. Yeah, the camera was on hostage jeep, recording, just sitting there, and it's just like you can just barely see like the, the sun going down in the background. And no, we went there after it was dark, because we was down the beach, because I got there late. Well, you can still see like the background, like the lighting a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's just like black. Yeah. It's basically... That's it's, the way I remember it, It's too. on the footage, yeah. It's on the footage, and it's just like facing off into the, into the distance, into yeah. the distance, and it's just basically four of us, me, Hoss, Tribe, and Carp, standing around the Jeep, talking about the most random shit, and it's never been touched, and I have no idea what's even on that. I Yo. remember, hashtag cottage. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> hashtag cottage was definitely a piece. Something on there about a cottage. I'm just going to say this real quick. I remember comparing the girl you were talking to with spaghetti dinner. That happened? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Corp, like started it out. He was like, you know, you, you might want some Alfredo, but guess what? You're getting some spaghetti dinner. And he... yeah, and then I told him like, where you're getting 
the spaghetti, but you're not like getting the sauce. Because, yeah. And it has nothing. It wasn't nothing to do with like sexual or anything like that. Yeah, it was, it was like it was emotional. You were getting feel. the fucking full package of what you were looking for. At the right. Time. And I, I I told you that, and I've always told you that, even from when we took trips out to that whack ass bar. To, uh, <laughs> that whack-ass bar. Yeah, on fucking Carnival Street. Yeah. I can't remember the name right now. Yeah. But I, I, I told you, and you know, things that worked, worked out for the best for you, and that's great. And, yeah. Um, yeah. He had to flush. He had to flush the toilet. I was, con- I was kind enough not to flush when I peed. I guarantee you, nobody listened and knew I went to pee. Yeah. And and Crone's like, I'm gonna flush the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, though. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man, but, uh, the footage. I'm just gonna say my favorite part of the footage. We yeah. we all went to a Granger Smith show two years ago. First off, biggest crew. Ever. First off, before we even get into the footage, I have the single most best selfie stick photo ever. That was your taken. first selfie stick photo ever taken. Yeah, and it's number one on the list of selfie stick photos in the world. Like, there's none that is better than it. I think there's a YouTube video, top 10 selfies. <laughs> selfie stick so many was like, yo, this is number one! <laughs> and number one is yeah. us at stage AE. Yeah. With like fucking 23 people in it. It's well, who's all in that photo? Everybody. Um, Let's go through names. Okay, we got Piz, we got Jimmy, we got Zach, we got Uhas, we got me, we got Sari, we got Sid, we got Phil. No, no, not no. Phil. We got. Chevelle, Bobby. Chevelle, Bobby, Bird, Bird. I said Bird. Bird. I said Jimmy. Um, Luella, Luella, Piz, Piz. It's eleven. K Rug, K Rug, Corey, Corey, Corey Chris, Bird Four. Who, who's a Tori that came? Tori and yeah. Lailing Guthrie. Holy shit! I'm. It's at least twenty. At least twenty. I, I, I'm gonna pull it up real quick just to. I, I can't. It, it's like the best photo that it was ever taken, and it was like. Everyone looks so genuinely happy. First off, that's yeah, like awesome. One of it was awesome time. You can't not be happy. Okay, you ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen people in this photo. Look at that thing. Oh my goodness. That's, I mean, that's so Cole. cool. We forgot. Yeah, oh, I mean, Cole. We, we had a blast. Cole. That's what I was going to. My favorite part of the footage is at the Granger Smith show where Cole and Sid were walking to the porta potties and a truck backed out and hit Cole. I remember the the random like. I, the seven-year-old had come and started playing flip cup? I, the seven-year-old <laughs> that was playing flip cup with sprites, that was fantastic. Yes. And I remember, even before that, whenever I saw Rolo and, and Chams walking down the other side, I was like, yo, y'all got your beer pong table? I was like, yo, come help us carry it. <laughs> and I walked yeah. all the way down to the other side of the parking lot, and me and Rolo came back with the beer pong table, and we played beer pong and flip cup. It was for, pre-game. Like, yeah, at least an hour and a half. Uh, like we were out there. Yeah, because like, yeah, like I think the show started at um, seven. Right. We got down there at like four. The one well, no, <laughs> actually, Granger Smith then started at seven. The the opening band started at seven. And we was like seven o'clock rolled around. We was like, Yo, let's yeah, just, we're just gonna keep playing flip cop. Who cares about the opener? Yeah. We'll go for Granger. Yeah. So, yeah, because he was gonna be at least eight o'clock before we started. Like not a good hour or so for the opener. I, I you know, I got a I got a story here. That I, I need to share with everybody. I had a hat signed by Granger oh Smith, God. and and um, yeah, I had a hat signed. It was a camo hat that I got. I got it downstairs, and it's it's my favorite camo hat to have. It's worn down. It's beat up. I paid three bucks for this hat, you know, and I've had it for years. And I, I wore it to Granger Smith concert, and I got it signed, and I left it in the back of Haas's Jeep. All right, 
he's wearing his, he's out in the dumps or somewhere four-wheeling, you know, and it starts to rain outside. Dude, he it was, it poured. It, he, water, he, he goes, oh, you know, I'm going to take off my Granger hat that I got signed. I'm going to put in, I'm going to put Trav's on that's in the back seat. Yeah, but I forgot they, you had it signed. He didn't know he had, he didn't know I had it signed. Right. So he, he, he like, you know, I get my hat back from him and it's super huge. Like, it doesn't fit on my head, you know. And, oh, my and head's not that big. It, it doesn't fit on my head. It come down on my, it come down on the bridge of my nose whenever I put it on. That's a and, fucking exaggeration. He was like, ass. he was like, I was wearing my Granger, my hat that was signed by Granger, and it started raining, so I decided to put yours on. I was like, mine was signed by Granger, and I, I took it off my head and I looked at the bill where it was signed. And I was like, it wore off, dude. Like, way to go. And he's like, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wore he wore my Granger hat out in the rain, and I don't have the signature on it. Just, yeah. just to tell you how fucking bad it's I had no top, no doors on my Jeep. It fucking, it was a fucking down fucking pour. Dude, I, because I remember I was texting, I was down the beach, and Piz was up top. Yeah. Piz was like, yo, it's about to rain. I'm like, no, it'll pass. <laughs> Dude, it started hammering. It started hammering. I was like, yo, I gotta get out of here. So I got all the way to under the bridge after leaving the beach, and Piz, you know, rolled down from there. We started bullshitting under bridge. It was fucking pouring and pouring and pouring, and like it came down to it. And I was like, "Yo, I gotta get the fuck home." Yeah. So I was leaving the dumps, dude. Going down there, dude. It was fucking everything. My jeep was soaked. The whole inside was ridiculous. Mm. I got home, dude. I I was fucking soaked head to toe. I couldn't see shit. Not from from that day now. My fucking seatbelt button doesn't work. Yeah, because the sensor doesn't work on yeah. the inside. You can be seatbelt, and that thing's still gonna beep, beep, beep. Fucked up. Looking back at it, I had a terrible time driving, but looking back at it, it was so fun because it was like you're driving in a fucking monsoon. Yeah. Wind was blowing, water was blowing everywhere. Did hit in the face with rain. rain. Dude, it was so fun. At the time, uh, well, now it was, but at the time I was pissed. Right. That was a good thing to look back on and talk about later. At least the Jeep got clean a little bit. <laughs> yeah, inside everything, all the dust gone. None of my CDs fucked up though. You know, we we got some good. I mean, there's some good quality shit on the footage. Um, you know, we I mean, we can go on for days about like the different types of parties and the different types of uh, gatherings that we've had on the footage and things that happened. Like I, I don't know. If, I mean, even even things in between the footage where like it paused or it missed, we knew what happened on the other side of it. You know, uh, like the roundhouse kick in the face from Matt to me. And then he put me in like a sharpshooter. But yeah, Dude, that was like, that was a good day. That was an apartment party. Yeah, that was in my apartment. Um, that was definitely mm, about 20 people in there or so. Yeah. We were singing karaoke. And it's just like, just even talking about this makes me want to just plug it in the TV right now and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I've never like, I was on the porch or something, and I come back in. I grabbed the footage off like the little armrest on the recliner and just started taping. So I was like smoking a cigarette or something, and it's like like Chevelle sitting over here, and then there's like random people from the bar and like Phil, and we're singing like the most random songs like of karaoke, and like I pan over to the freaking uh, over to the bathroom in the corner, and Trav comes out, and like he said randomly, Matt Little just. He was waiting outside the door. As soon as he opens the door up, he grabs Trav and like he roundhouse kicks him in the face. <laughs> and he falls down on the ground. And I mean at this point, 
this was like one of like the bird parties. I want to was it a Friday night? Had yeah, Friday. Friday or Saturday. Yeah, Friday was bird nights always. Yeah, yeah, because like I the, guess, the, the get down meter was through the roof. Oh yes, remember the get down meter? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It, yeah, raising that bar tonight, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's like it's like at the time of this bird night, I was on afternoon shift. I started at three o'clock in the afternoon. I got off at like eleven. And um, Hoss would text me like. On a Friday, well, I didn't I mean, you have to wait for the text matches. I knew it was Burger Night on Fridays when I lived there. There's you know, no if, ands, or buts about it. It was like, dude, it was awesome. When I got off of work, there was like people standing on my porch, like, you know, Hoss standing on my porch or Trav and a bunch of people waiting on me to get there to lock the door. We'd go in and we'd like, pre-game. We'd drink like a six pack a piece. Yeah. And yeah. Go to the bird. What, what I really remember is, uh, I would go into into the bar before he got off. Yeah, you were probably you were there. You were there before everybody. Yeah, before like you know everybody get there. Then he'd finally show up, and I was already in the bar drinking a little bit. And then everybody be in the bar having a, great, a good time, and I'd disappear. Yeah, for a half hour, forty five minutes. You go over to Crumb's house. I'd go over to Crumb's house and watch music videos and drink vodka. Orange Vajuska. No, not Orange Vajuska. Gatorade vodka. <laughs> it would be yeah. yeah go drink a couple of vodka. Vodka. I mean, He would drink like two of those. Yeah. Then come back over. He get a thirty-two. He get a thirty-two ounce. The hoss would get a thirty-two ounce jug of Gatorade. Dump out half of it. Fill the other half up with like Vladimir or whatever the fuck he got going on. I always got. I always got the fierce the, the fierce strawberry Gatorade. Yeah. And filled it up with strawberry vodka Smirnoff. No, oh, it would be it would be strawberry Smirnoff, and he'd hammer back sixty-four ounces of Gatorade and vodka, and then. Stumble his way back over the bar, which, for those of you that don't know, Cromer's apartment used to be attached to the Berg bar that we used to hang out at. So it was just literally we parked at Cromer's house and walked like over the Berg. Twenty feet from door to door. Yeah, twenty feet, easy, twenty feet, and it no crossing, no roads, it's just walking on a sidewalk. You literally like went out the bar door, you made a right, went down like five feet of sidewalk, made a right, went down like another ten feet. And then made a right, and there was my, my apartment door. Yeah. So, I mean, there was, like, no driving or anything. Everybody just, like, after the bar closed, countless of times um, at 2 o'clock when we would leave the bar. Dude, when we leave the bar, it wasn't even It wasn't was even no ready yet. yet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, like, that, that was, was like the, the, the pre bar. Right? Yeah, the right. bar until closed it's crazy was the sounds. start. Yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy as it sounds now, being the, with the level of where we're at now in life. I can still do it. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, I, once every every Saturday, like one Saturday out of the month, we could probably do that. But we used to do this, this countless, right. countless times, and, and it would be up in you know nine nine until two thirty in the morning would be quote unquote a pregame for what the fuck's gonna happen at Chrome's house, and and we would we would drink at Chrome's house from two, like seven two thirty in the morning until the fucking Pizza Hut opens. So we can order pizza. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's the times were unreal. Um, it was so much fun, man. So much fun. The beer pong down in the kitchen was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me and Chrome, me and Chrome went on a tear one time. We thought about making a movie. <laughs> oh, you're gonna throw on this? <laughs> <laughs> beer pong Olympics are bust. Oh, was the name God. of the there movie? Is, there, there is a. Um, but it was it called when there's like five or more in a series anthology? Yeah, an anthology. There's an anthology about this movie. Yeah. And uh, all we have is training montages. 
There, there's not, scripted. There's not. Yeah. There's, there's no a, actual plot. To there's this movie. five training montages for each of the five movies. Easy. There's no. There's nothing else. There is an ending. There's one ending. What do little kids kids say before he jumps into the pool? Cannonball! <laughs> Splash. And then <laughs> credits roll. We was gonna do. It was like yeah, like a championship bout or whatever. We was like in my kitchen training. Like, just me and him, like, playing one-on-one, just, like, throwing ball, like, just throwing ping-pong balls and just trying to train for this thing. And it was, like, we had in our mind that we was, like, um, going to go to this event where it was, like, the Beer Pong Olympics in, like, this community center where all the best beer pong players from around the fucking area compete against each other on a bracket. Right. And we made the championship bout. And it was, like, it got down to the last championship match which me and Trav was on a team versus whoever on the other side of the table <laughs> and it was like either me or Trav it was like one it was like down to one cup versus one cup and Trav looked at me and he just had like that eye, he had that eye of a tiger in his in his eyes <laughs> that's crazy that sounds but yeah he had the eye of a tiger but he looked at me and said this is it buddy we're walking home with the belt tonight. <laughs> this is it, buddy. And he th- and he looked at me, and I was like, "You got this." And he said, "I got this." It was the last cup, and he just sunk it. And it was like the last scene of the movie of the championship bout, and he sunk this thing. And he looked at me and said, "Oh." He looked in the eyes of the opponents and said, "What did the little kid say before he jumped into the pool?" <laughs> and they was like, "What?" They were so ball. they were so confused and he and he just said cannonball and he it was slow motion, let this ball go and it sunk last cup. And and we took home the gold, it took <laughs> home the belt and everything. And we was actually gonna make shirts. <laughs> we actually had the thought of making shirts where it was gonna be this big it's gonna be this big collage on the front of like pirate ships in the background and like it was like two like for two pirate ships battling it out with like the old 15th century cannon, you know, cannons and shit like that, <laughs> and everything like that. And like up front in the in the foreground was gonna be like a beer pong table with like a like a pong ball about to land in the last cup of the rack, <laughs> and on the back it was gonna say, "What did the last kid say for jumping the pool?" And then it's like dot dot dot. Cannonball. Cannonball. <laughs> but, uh, wait, our training montage theme song though was was probably the sickest, and it was just like, you know, just imagine this. Put yourself, put yourself in the shoes of a beer pong Olympics training, and we're we're in a kitchen throwing shit back and forth, and we're t- we're trying trick shots, and we're we're pulling head fakes, <laughs> hair blowing, hair like blowing a fan, like a fan, like blowing, and, and this song playing in the background. Oh, dude, speed of motion. That's what it was, too. I don't know how it come about. It just happened. So good. We get it. <laughs> you gotta hear this drop, man. Oh my god, everybody knows the song. As we throw a ball and it sinks. You get the picture, yeah, me and Trap. Like, it was like a rocky training montage. 
of just like random formations. Just trying to hit like all the key points of the rack. At the end of your at the end of your montage video, it shows the fucking championship match where you finally dethrone Brad and Greg. Oh one of these days. God. One of these days. They've been what, champs for how long? Three years. Three years. Dude, I can't believe that they Hill beat was, me and JJ. Hell as hell. Who beat? I well, Brad beat Brad and uh, Greg beat me and somebody else. You too. and Carp. Maybe you and Carp. Yeah. You and Carp. Like. Well, we went through everybody at that yeah. point, too. Yeah, the part went through everyone. You have to put a perspective. Like, at, at that time, we had, like, actual entrances. It, it was like... Yeah, that that's another good story we can touch on. Like, the, let's, let's just rewind a bit. Beer pong tournaments at the U-Haas residence in the basement was something that was kind of out of this world. It was special, because I've never there, seen that anywhere else. No. No other it, parties or it, nothing. It was something that, that honestly, it should have gone down, it should have gone down in history. Like, okay, it, it gets to the point where there's rivals of friends. Like, you, you, you would definitely, you would, you would, I don't know how to like the word to say, you would. There should be news. There should you be would, news broadcasted down here. You would build a rivalry with another team in this I basement. Think, I think that if people would have would have followed it much, you know, further than just like coming there, we could have, we could have sold pay-per-view for this. Yeah, it was it was the wrestling of beer pong. It was the wrestling of beer pong. You know, you'd come out, we'd all have our own theme song, and the best part... It'd be wrestling theme songs, yes. <laughs> no, not, no, not, not, all, not, all. not all. Most of them, Carps, yeah. Carps, me and Carps, whenever we came out, was... Uh, was uh, <laughs> Team L O D? Yeah, that's like, come on! And we're coming out to, to rolling by Limp Bizkit. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Undertaker, Dead Man Undertaker, was coming out. Yeah, no. Every all the lights are out. Carpet is fucking. Oh, we got. Yeah, dude, we have. Like lasers, a laser thing I bought from Spencer's. Dude, there I was mean, lasers, fog, fucking whatever you can think of for strobe these lights. It felt like fucking WrestleMania. It was like ball. Beer pong mania. Yeah. Especially if you have those nights where, okay, it's like, okay, we got the build up. We definitely had the number a, one contendership. And then the next weekend, we definitely got had a bracket. Pay -per -view. Yeah. We definitely had a bracket on the wall. For the record, everybody, I am currently the world heavyweight champion in the world when it comes to beer pong. Juhas lost his belt to me. No, I did I'm, not. And I'm still holding on to it. I did not lose it to you. Would you lose it to Brad? I lost it to my dad. And, and I beat Brad. Yeah. And I'm holding it. And, and, Haas, uh, and Haas, Haas challenged me three times so far, and he lost all three times. Well, the first time doesn't count. Why not? Because I'm not saying on the air why it doesn't count, but it doesn't count. But the other two times are legit. And uh, Luke is currently the Intercontinental Champion. He won it on the Christmas party. Oh, nice. Brad and Greg are still tag champs, which I don't know how they beat me and Greg. Or how they beat me and JJ. Because yeah. it went for... Three games. We did a three-game series. Um, I, do I have a challenge coming up for uh, this most recent uh, party coming around, uh, like Christmas Eve or Christmas time? Do I have a challenger? Yep. Who? Me. Again. <laughs> the World Heavyweight title again. That's my you know, I'm, Well, you know, you did. Pieces. Yeah. So we're, we're, it's, it's so like it gets so intense. Um, I've been holding on to the belt for probably almost a year now. It, yeah, it's been almost a year because I won it. It's been over a year. Probably, yeah, probably more. Yeah, because I won it, I think last October, and I've and I've, I've put it up five times. That's crazy. I, I've been holding on to this belt for a year, over a year. But look at Brian Drake. Look at Brian Drake. They can't. They can't be beat. They cannot be beat. I don't hey, know what happens. Listen, they're so heel. 
they're so the bad guys of the beer pong like if anybody watch wrestling I mean heel as being like the bad guy in the show they will the stuff they put you through they will make you play countless amount they will countless. make you play everyone in the basement yeah. in beer pong and then when it comes down to it okay we beat everybody they'll say we don't want to play right now yeah no, we ain't playing right now. You have to play every contender in the basement, which would be random teams thrown together, like whoever is random down there that would just throw together. Oh, yeah. It's like you have to be, you have to go like five and zero first, and me then and you JJ get championship. Did that, though. Me yeah, and JJ yeah. beat everybody, and then choked. Listen, we beat, we beat me and you almost beat Brad and mm -hmm. Brad and uh, Greg one time too. It's like they don't seem like they're that good of beer pong players, but when it comes down to it, it's like you're like. Smoke them. Yep. Comes down to it. You got one. You got one cup left. You got one cup left, and they got three. They're down on two. Get a roll back, and then that last one. Yeah, exactly. And they're redemption. They're like the fucking New York Giants. They get so fucking lucky. It's ridiculous. Ooh, them Giants fans be pissed. Sorry, Jimmy. But no, what was the um? No, I was gonna say a couple minutes ago the. I can't remember what thing it is, but it's on the footage. Hashtag footage. <laughs> it's on the footage of. Post it now. You heard here first. The craziest. It wasn't the craziest game ever played in in Ehos basement, but it was one of the very top ones where there was a good amount of people there, and it was like just the crowd was going wild. I can't remember who was on the table. I don't know if it was a championship match or if it was like a contender match to go to the championship. But it was going crazy. And I was it you. I miss it, dude. I miss it. We need to bring entrances back. And it was like, no, what I'm saying is. I, I don't think I've ever had a solo entrance as a champion yet. I have. I like, have not. Like, it got so crazy. Like, the whole crowd was actually in on it. I'm going to start coming out of the Ric Flair's theme song. Where they actually got into I mean, it. Honestly, I don't think Flair's theme song fits you. No, it doesn't. I'm, well, my, my theme song fits me a hell of a hell of really good. Yeah. Punk. Dude, yeah. they played it at the fucking Pens game. Yeah. We went to. Cult of Personality. But, um. It's Club, <laughs> it's Club, um but, um, yeah. Like, team, whole, Mello, team Mello Dick was pretty good, though. 20 plus. Shout people, out to Andrew Corp. Like, 20 plus people was in on it. And somebody made, like, the winning, or, or I should say, winning cup. They made the last cup to you know, send that team into redemption. And the whole crowd went crazy. And I just remember, like, the quote for that night was, you'd think a Super Bowl was going on down here. Yeah! Remember? I don't remember Ricky. that. Remember? remember? Ricky said that quote. And it, dude, I was a part of that match. I remember being a part of that match. And I remember looking I can't at Ricky remember whenever was. he said it. Was it. Two on two. He was like, you think the Super Bowl was going on down because, here. Because, I mean, there was... Was it like, me? Was that the night me and you went for the tag belts? I think it was. I think it was the night me and you because, went for the tag belts. Because, yeah, because you guys got down that far, but like, I think you guys we still we had, lost. We did, we did lose. Obviously, we lost, because there's still a chance, but that was, we, I was world, world champion, and you were in a continental champion. Yeah, and, we, was yeah, and we went, we went for the tag titles. Just to have, yeah, have tag have, titles have, also. Both of us, both, we had two belts apiece, and we lost. And, and you guys just, sunk the last cup to send Brad and Greg into in the redemption. redemption. I'm telling you, in that, whoever was down there that night went fucking crazy. Ballistic. And Ricky's like... You think a fucking Super Bowl was going on down here watching it because I mean like the <laughs> noise level. Crazy! It was loud. It was like 
It was, I mean, it was ridiculous. It, it was a good game. It was ridiculous. It was like everybody was out on the table, on yeah. the ping pong table. No, and nobody was, like, was talking to each other. Yeah. Like, it was just, It was yeah. literally like he's watching it on, like, a pay-per-view. Like, somebody yeah. paid money to watch it. Yeah. Like, like, you, had, like you had, like, an ambition like, you it. in. Yeah. Like, you followed it, and it was like the pay-per-view shut it up. It's like, like, all right, tonight, I know. I'm so pumped for this pay-per-view. We got promos. We, we got we got Travis Moss versus Brad Gray from Tag Bell. Yeah. Oh, we definitely did that. Yeah, we definitely did that. For sure. And Bird's, Bird's coming home party was fucking nice. Train. And, and there was a short amount of time I was the Intercontinental Champion and the World Champion at one time. And uh, I, Bird challenged me before he left for the Intercontinental title. He was like, I don't want the World title. He's like, but I'll challenge you for the Intercontinental title. And he beat me. And no, then, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, because when he left, I was the World title, World Champion. No, I had both. No, no, because you only beat me a year ago. Bird left for basic training in what, 2013? <laughs> I don't know what the date was. Maybe I was just maybe I was just intercontinental, and then I lost it to Bird. You were definitely beat, intercontinental. I remember that. Then his dad beat you, and then I beat your dad. Yeah. And I've had it since. Oh, I man. can't really remember. Exactly. I got a couple. I got a couple of good pictures of me with this with this belt on. By the way, it's it's, it's a pretty good photos that are out there floating around with this belt on me in a pass cam. <laughs> You, you, I think you'd strongly appreciate one of these ones here. Um, but just for the record, um, for the for the longest time there, it was um, Team Hell No. <laughs> Shout out to Sari Uhas, Haas' sister. Um, she was she was portraying the role of Kane, <laughs> and I was portraying the role of Daniel Bryan. You still portray the role of Daniel Bryan every day. Yeah, there's no and, doubt. It was legit. I mean, on the footage, like I wish you guys could see this, which most of the listeners, I hopefully will come over when we watch the footage. Yeah. And yeah, see we this. Only got six. Yeah, yeah, like six of them out there. Huh? We only got like six listeners. Six listeners, yeah. But, but um, I wish you could see this because at one time, me and Sari reigned the tag team championship did, for honestly. for very long time. I, I mean, not say quite it a was year. Like four months. At least four or five months, and it, I mean, and it wasn't just like paper champions where we didn't no, defend no. it. You defended every party, unlike Brad and Greg, where they don't defend them at yes, all. Yes, it was hell. Right. Me, I, I think I'm pretty solid for defend, defending the world title. Me and Sari was your next match. Like it's like me and Sari was We're very good here. Me and Sari was very face, like the good side of it, and the emphasis was so hyped because, like I said, everybody in the basement, yes. Yes! Because like yes. I came out, I felt like yeah, like the double coming out of like a mix, me and her coming out as a team. It was like I came out of Daniel Bryan theme song and there was like 20 people. It was so hype, dude. It's like yes, I went on and got me and her matching t-shirts of I and the Tag Team Champions. And you guys had awesome t-shirts. Team Hell No on the back. We represented awesomely. And um but no, I do remember the the very night that when we very first lost the tag oh, team Terry was so pissed. It's on the footage. The very first night where we lost the belts when Brad and Greg knew new opponents arrived and they first took it. And they've had it ever since. Yeah. That night. The and that was that was Brad, Brad Greg or Greg. That was Brad's cool. birthday. Yeah. Of 2014. Had it been 14. So two years. It's never the tag team. Yes, the tag team championship has never changed title holders since Brad Uhas and Greg Steiner has taken off of us 
on in November of 2014. They've been raining for uh, for two years and one month as of today. <laughs> two years and one month of today, they've been raining champions, and it's on the footage. I hope everybody that's listening can ever see that footage of the night we lost it and how pissed off we was. And we and, and trust me, we've tried plenty of times. And Get it back. Yeah, I mean, yes, we have challenged them and lost miserably. They are just, I mean, it's like, it's like just to look at them, you're thinking like, oh man, I gotta smoke these guys, take these belts off of them. And they come through and they just tear the shit up. Yeah, but I'm coming for that fucking world house. No, you ain't. Huh. It's mine, man. Dude, I swear, the entrances, though, are so... They were so fucking awesome. There'd be new people down in the basement that, that we didn't know that much. Yeah, they would They would not have any idea what the fuck's happening. It is... And it's, like, the most unreal shit, dude. Like, we, we would get so... we get so wild over, like... People coming out and like fucking screaming and flipping out. Dude, it was awesome. We had there was nobody upstairs at the point when a big match was going on. Oh yeah. Everybody wanted to downstairs. Easy. Everyone's downstairs flipping the fuck out, losing their minds. It's there's something special. And it hasn't happened really since. It's we gotta bring it back. We I think you're right. The, the the fucking the fucking. The atmosphere. The, yeah, the atmosphere around a big beer pong match down in the basement. It hasn't happened in a while because... Hey, Crumb, you remember that one time? You remember that one time we all... Me, you, and Phil decided to be the NWO of of the beer pong match. Oh, dude. And, and we, we like, we, we bought t-shirts. We were thinking about getting some spray paint for the table. I did spray paint the table. You remember that? Yeah. It went, it went like, yeah, but you don't count. <laughs> and our, the code word was a bounce Oh, dude. Like, if you want me to dig on Facebook Messenger right now, <laughs> we can go deep. We can go deep on that. We can find any cakes in the morning if you dig on Facebook Messenger. Me, Trav, and Phil, we were going to do NWO. <laughs> Legit. We had the scene all set up. And um, I ordered all three of us. Um, NWO cutoffs, and we was gonna just go down. We was gonna get like Sari or Sid in on it, and um, to play it off, we was gonna get everybody to go upstairs and um, be around the kitchen table and everything. And um, me and Phil and Trav was gonna sneak in the back door from the basement, and we was gonna go down and take a can of black spray paint and spray paint. NWO, take the whole party upstairs, spray paint NWO on the beer pong table. And, um, and the heavyweight championship belt. You ain't spray painting shit on my belt. We was, were. Uh, trust me, we was going to do oh, the table. Now that I'm the champion, it was a possibility. We was going to do the, the belt and the table. And we was all gonna stand in Brad's little workshop area right there. And as soon as Terry or Sid, whoever we had it on it, was gonna bring the party back down and be like, yo, what happened? We was only gone for like 10 minutes. And be like, um, it's a why say NWO on thing. And as soon as they said that, it was gonna cue the music and it was gonna just be like, 
And here comes me and Trav and Phil in NWO cutoffs. And just. I know you can't see that. Drop some toothpicks to everybody. Oh, I'm so scared. We're gonna come out NWO. And there's one more for the bad guys. We used to come out NWO theme song, and it was just like the new challengers in the basement to just challenge whoever on the NWO beer pong table that there was a new era there. Damn, son. <laughs> Damn, homie. You ain't the man, homie. In high school, you was the man. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the fuck happened to you? I got the sickest vendetta when it comes to the cheddar. <laughs> no. Oh man, there's uh, there's lots that goes on uh, throughout our lives for sure, and um, you know we're just we're just setting up milestones for the rest of our lives. You know, um, eventually we'll we'll take a look back at a bunch of all the like all these these. Um, uh, you know, these things that were filmed throughout our lives. We'll, we'll listen to all these podcasts that were that were recorded throughout our lives, you know, for a series of months or years or however long we decide to keep pushing it through. And uh, we'll look back on it one time when we're, uh, you know, not famous and not rich as if we'd, you know, we'd hope to, hope to be at one point. But, you know, working our normal job, making a living, paying for our families for food and things. And we'll look back at it and be like, remember how hyped we were? Yeah. <laughs> remember how hyped we were as, we, as we're sweeping off the sidewalk after we're done weed whacking. We, we'd say, remember that one time we were real hyped and uh, we, we had big, big dreams for a bunch of things. And we just want to inspire some people to get out there and do their thing, man. Like, yeah, go fucking fun, man. Take a, take a trip, get a bus, do beer pong parties in the basement. Like, you know, have fun with it, man. Don't don't give a shit about what people think about you. And, and you know, get along with everybody. That's the key piece. Dude, of my... party. Get fucking drunk. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Like, as we're on the uh, subject of getting drunk, we I, I, I kind of want you to tell this one story. Wow. Second Order Dimples? No, 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 no. Second Order Dimples was the, the was the uh, photo. Was the no. one with Trav. Yeah, it was. The first Earl Dimples. That was the second one. No, it was when you got drunk and fell off the fucking tailgate. That was oh, the very first one we did. But that's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. I want you to tell the Crab House story. Crab House. Dude, it was it was legit. It was legit. Dude. Crab House? Crab House. Crab House. Our, you know about the crab house? I don't think you've ever been to the crab house. What's the crab house? Fucking Gibby's crab house? Where's this? Right there. <laughs> oh, Gibby's house? Not his house, no, not where Gibson. his dad, Big Gibson's his, house. Where his dad lived. Shout out to Ryan Gibson on that one. He ain't gonna listen. <laughs> Shumar's might do. Yes, Pooh might. Yeah, dude, Pumar knows. He's in the story. Pumar knows. Alright, get it rolling. This is a great one, dude. Which one? The first night. The first night? Where I got, where, where, where uh, Kevin got that deer at the end. Kevin! <laughs> no, we gotta go full both nights, because the story's intertwined, because we go to the mall at the end. Yeah, Grave Encounters. Oh my god, alright, we're gonna start it off. Me and Chrome, we were, uh, we were bored at, uh, we, we was chilling at Helen's house one night, and we was like, yo, you trying to go bowling? It's like, yeah, let's find some girls to go with us. So we text these girls that we're not gonna drop names to, it was like, you wanna go bowling? And they're like, yeah, we're down. 
And then like half hour. I gotta say the famous quote. Huh? Chico Denny's recall. Oh my god, dude. Okay. One of the, one of my best. The come on. I, there's so many fucking stories. We can go on for days. You remember the Fourth of July party? Me and you went to Denny's and we told everyone from the Fourth of July party to go. Oh my god. And we show up and we're like, we got like 18 people. We're drunk as dude, fuck. We're he, listen. He was sleeping like face down on the fucking table. At Denny's. And we're, we're hammered. We walk in and we're like, we got like 18 people behind mom. us. That's your mom's house. It was house. at my yeah. mom's house. We had a bonfire and it was mad heads there. And 18 people were like, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to come with you guys. And we're like, all right, let's pack up and go. We get there and we're like, give us a table of 18. We got like 18 people coming here. We had like six, six, two people fucking tables, tables. put together. Yeah. To make this long ass dinner table. And it was me and Cromer sitting there. And on the nobody end. else showed up. Nobody else showed up. <laughs> I'm drunk. So You're drunk. We ordered I don't know how you a grain sandwich there. or something and we left. I don't know how you made it there. No, I have no idea either. We should have slept at fucking the Hampton. <laughs> should have got a room. <laughs> we should have got, got a room that night. Yeah, we just jump in this. But, um, yeah, the very first night, like he said, we was at Helen's house and. She's so funny if Helen listened to this. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great! Yo, Helen, check us out. We was but, um, you heard her second. But, um, she said, or, he said, um, he said, yeah, he, uh, Gibby's having a party at the crap house, which is at his old man's house, that, um, back in the woods, it was like this little shack that they had back in the woods, and they had a big bonfire and stuff like that. That was the place to be. That was 2012, and before that, it was like it was like the end of 2011, maybe. It was going in like 2012 because that was yeah, that was like before. Uh, that pro it was probably I'd, I'd want to say uh, maybe uh, November of 2011. Yeah, it was definitely. No, no, no. It was it was during hunting season, so it had to be at the end of November. Yes, 2011. And, um... The, yeah, they was having this big party out there, which was a place to be. And, um... There's no place I'd rather be. If you haven't heard this story, you're gonna love it. So, he goes before me. Yeah, I'll leave Helen's before him. Helen's house was, by the way, one of the best places ever. Uh, our boy Kellen Dick has a nickname the meanest there from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Anthony Watkins. Anthony gave Watkins, the meanest. Yo, you remember that time, real quick, that uh, he fucking had that bungee cord and he let it go and it come back and hit me in the mouth? Tell your mom! <laughs> Ryan literally rode down the road, knocked on his mom's door, and I was like, I told his mom we did. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the park, it was in the freaking driveway of Helen's house, and um, Anthony Watkins. <laughs> Anthony Watkins had a bungee cord and held him back and snapped him like a like a rat tail with a towel. Dude, it fucking hurts so bad. And he hit ridiculous. him. Hit him right in the fucking mouth. Right in the face. So I was he like, was you know like, what? I'm going home. I'm, I'm going to your house and I'm telling your mom what you did. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to tell you. He's like, you know what? And his mom lived down a royal and he actually got in his car and drove in Alaska. <laughs> in my his, Honda. His Honda Accord. Alaska. <laughs> Honda Accord, it was named Alaska, and drove down to the Royal, which is like 
a, like a two minute. Yeah, you can two throw a minute ride. You can throw a stone in there, right? Yeah. Like, a two minute ride down a royal actually took his actually took his car down there and told his mom. But <laughs> I told um, his mom that he fucked me with a bungee cord. <laughs> but um, anyway, so on this night he it's like at the house. We was gonna go bowling, cosmic bowling at Brunswick, and um, and we texted some people to go from that we went to um, high school with. Yeah, we take some fine ass bitches though. There you go. Yeah, huh? And like nobody wanted to, or well, no, they said they they was down, but then at the last minute they they they, they backed out. No, no, I'm the one that backed out because the poor anymore. Oh like, yeah, never mind, we're not going, we're going drinking. He just texted him oh, back and said, you it, know what, never mind, we're not going to go. Sorry, fine-ass bitches, yeah. we're not going. Sorry, fine-ass bitches, <laughs> we're not going. So we um, we ended up going to Gibby's. Well, I was like, I lagged behind a little bit, I can't remember why. You was, you was playing Madden McKellen, I think. Something like that. Something. The meanest. The, with the meanest. And uh, so he goes to the crap house, and it's my first night there. So I show up, <clears throat> I pull up. I knew where his dad lived, but I didn't know where the craft house was. And uh, I pull up and I had a case, I, I had one 30 pack of Miller Lite, no cooler, and this is before cooler era. <laughs> didn't have no cooler, yeah, pre cooler era, and didn't have, just had a 30 pack. And I'm like, I text him or somebody was like, yo, where do I go? And he was like, yo, you see that trail? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I see a trail, like a quad trail. And he's like, just go, just go in there and walk there. Well, I heard a whole bunch of music, so I just started following the music. <laughs> so I'm walking through these trail with this 30 pack, and it's we already had like, I don't know, we was already like six or seven deep at Helen's. I'm already like buzzed up or so, and I didn't drink no beer when I got to the crap house. None beers. Zero, zero beers. <laughs> didn't mean I didn't have no alcohol though. <laughs> but I had no beers. I had no beers. So I get to there like the Big Gibson's house, and I'm carrying this 30 pack through the, um... Woods. Yeah, through the woods in the trail. And I'm following music, I start to see a fire, and I'm like, all right, this is, this has gotta be it. And I pull up, and, but the first night there was nobody really there. The second night there was a whole bunch of people there. There yeah. was, you know, Pumar was there, and uh, Hoth was there somewhere, I didn't know where. And uh, Kayla Gibson was there, obviously, and yeah, um, and the usual people that are down there. Um, yeah. So I show up and I'm sitting there bullshitting. And I'm talking to Pumar about yeah. When, the when, you, when you got there, you had no idea where I was. No, because I, I wasn't at the fire with everybody. No. And um, yeah, like the crop house was like yeah, like I said, it was like it was like one of those shows you buy from like Lowe's, like a toy playhouse for like kind, kids. Kind, kind of, of, but it, it was rigged like up a, with like a microwave, a fucking TV, yeah, a fucking like, full-blown system and shit. It was made out of wood. I mean, it was like a little like house kind of thing, but it was really small. But yeah, it's like Gibby had like a whole bunch of shit in there like where he could make food and there was speakers and all kind of shit. And um, he goes, as I walk up and I'm like, where's Hoss at? And they're like, oh, he's in the... Uh, in the crap house, and there's this blaring dubstep coming from the fucking crap house, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And um, all of a sudden, the door swings open, and there's like these strobe lights and lasers and shit coming from this place. And I, this is the first time I've ever been there. I don't know what's going on. And this dubstep's playing, and I hear, 
yo, Chrome, yo, and I was like, where's that coming from? I look in the crap house and I see Haas, he's like, act like he's aiming a gun at me. And this dubstep song was like, it said, don't this in it. And when the breakdown went, he was just like, aim this imaginary gun at me. And he just started, went crazy when this breakdown started. And there's just crazy dubstep playing. I'm like, holy shit. What did I get myself into? Yeah, it's like, what's going on here? So, and then he finally comes out and everything. And, you know, we're all bullshit between friends and everything. And whoever was there, I can't remember. But I was drinking vodka and orange juice all yeah, night. Yeah, that's what we're drinking. All night. Good night. I didn't drink no beer. I drank straight vodka and orange juice all night because it was just so good at the time. I was barking up the wrong tree, if you ask me. And, um... With the with the uh, the DVDs and the fire was next. <laughs> no, that was next. It wasn't next. What was next? Well, then? Yeah, it might have been Chris Hall. For Gibby had this duffel bag full of like oodles and noodles and like snacks and all kind of shit and DVDs that he they, cause he would stay out there. He wouldn't even go back to his house, which was only like 150 yards away. He would stay at the crap house. And um, it's Chris Hall took this duffel bag full of his snacks and chips and DVDs and oodles and noodles that he would make to survive out there for the night. He just threw it in the fire. He took a duffel bag and just started dumping everything out on the fire. So like, we gotta save Happy Gilmore. And burned all his DVDs up, all the oodles and noodles, everything. And there was just, there's this can of fucking SpaghettiOs. No, it was raviolis. Yeah, raviolis. Like, 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 like Chef Boy Yeah, Chef Boy raviolis. I remember that shit. That fucking that fuzz or mm-hmm. yeah, that fuzzy. It was fuzzy. Fuzzy was like, yo, I'll make all you guys some raviolis right now. And he was like, what the fuck? How you gonna do that? So he threw the whole. It was like a can that rolled off a fire that didn't actually land in the coals. He picked it up and threw it in the coal and was like, I'm heating you guys up some raviolis. Now, right I remember now. after he threw that in the fire, I got up and started sitting on the quad. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> the fucking ravioli can exploded after it got so hot, and it blew a hot coal off of the fire and it hit my leg. And I was like, oh, fuck. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Like, or like a little piece of log and shit hit my leg. It just exploded. This can exploded. The shrapnel hit me. And I walked away. <laughs> like, yeah, I walked away. I mean, I, I walked it off. So then he starts sitting on this quad, and, um, He's sitting there, and what happened after that? He didn't know. I, well, honestly, he didn't know where he was at. I mean, he I was obliterated. Yeah, he was bombed this night. And Kayla helped me out because because remember she was like, "You want some water?" And I was like, "I don't know." Fucking water. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I don't want no fucking water." Da 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 da. But anyway, it wraps it up kind of like that. We it was like three o'clock. No, no, no I sat back on the chair. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He 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 walked off the he he got the quad and walked over this lawn chair and sat down, and he just started getting sick, dude. I mean, it was like nothing but fucking. It wasn't even like chunks of vomit. It was just I nothing. Up, but I didn't make no sounds. It was like the dead silent. It was just like his mouth opened and a stream of like alcohol and orange orange juice come out of his mouth for like thirty seconds, and we was like, oh fuck. We started wrapping it up right there. We started heading back. I'm dragging this motherfucker through the woods. <laughs> like through the trail. He's walking. Drunk, drunk, dude. He's walking, but he's like 
walking at like half the speed of smell. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I mean, it just he's traveling like, like, like half a mile an hour. I'm like, come on, dude. It doesn't seem like that long of a walk, but being obliterated drunk like that, it was a hike. It was a hike, and we're walking through the woods, and we finally get to the house. <laughs> we gotta leave. We gotta leave. I was like, I'm going back to the house. Me and him. Because Helen only lives like fucking not even at four. Like, yeah. I mean, a mile and a half, two miles at the top. Of a walk. That's no, a no, no, a drive. a drive. Yeah, two miles of a drive. And um, so we get the car, and Kayla's like, Chrome. He's like, Are you sure you're all right? And I was like, Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I was drunk. I mean, because like that 30 pack, we. We fucking, I tore into that 30 pack. I mean, it, it was almost gone, but there was a couple of us drinking on it. Five or six of us drinking out of it. But he was, he, he's in a passenger seat. He's gone. I'm almost to the same point. And I got to back out. And, and and she's like, yeah, you sure you're all right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, start walking away. And I put it in reverse. That was my old Honda, my 95 Accord. I put it in reverse, five speed. I backed up like three feet. He goes, he goes, he reaches his hand over, slaps me in the chest, and says, "Yo, stop!" I was like, "I, know, I, I just halted the motherfucker," and he's like, he opens the door up and just starts puking again. <laughs> three feet. And Kayla goes, I mean, literally, we back up like three feet, and Kayla goes, "No, Chrome." She's like, "He's sick. You're drunk. I think we ought to just like y'all just stay here." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "You're right." Parked it, shut the car off, walked in the house, and uh, it was like sloppy as hell. And like there was, and she had like this hose. She was hosing off all the fucking mud off of everybody's shoes and stuff before we took them off. And this motherfucker, he walks in, he took his shoes off. There's like an inch or so of water like in the basement there, right where the doorway was, just from her spraying the hose of all the mud and shit. And um, he takes his shoes off. He's in his socks and he's standing in an inch of water, just walking around talking to people. <laughs> And um, the night went on a little bit downstairs, and there's I go to sleep. Like, I laid down in the fucking, like, just lay down on concrete and went to sleep. Yeah, with his fucking, he, he pulled his hood up and pulled the drawstring real tight and was just sleeping. And it ended up being, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. There was, like, nobody else left awake except for, like, me, Kayla, and Kaylee Schaefer. And we was like, yo, let's go to McDonald's. It sounded so bomb. <laughs> the bombest shit ever. It was like one of them nights where you're like, McDonald's is the shit right now. <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning, like five, I can't really remember. But um, five o'clock in the morning, we go to fucking, uh, let McDonald's and shit. I shouldn't even be driving. Hey, I was like, you sure you're okay? Like, I mean, if we come back with like breakfast food, as soon as we walk in and close the door, he wakes up and he's like, Yeah, you all went to McDonald's? He was pissed. fucking pissed. He was pissed pissed. He was pissed pissed. <laughs> and he's like, You guys came into McDonald's? But he was pissed for like 30 seconds and then went back to sleep. <laughs> I ate my fucking. I ate my breakfast food and I passed out in Big Gibson's office chair that he had down in the basement that he used to run for. They run for Thunder Valley. He used to run for Thunder Valley. Passed out in there. You know, Caleb took a picture of me and everything, which I think is on my old phone. It's funny as hell. Dude, he was fucking like 
Yeah, I was passed out <laughs> in this chair, like just mouth open, like snort. Yeah, like mouth open, drunk, arms like, like, you know, fingers or hands folded like out in front of my chest. And it was like two hours later. It was like 7:30 in the morning. And um, in fact, he woke up. No, cause no. Mom come down. Karen come down. Yeah. And was like, start clapping. She was and like, everybody up, everybody up. And it was just, just me and him down there. Well, actually, yeah. Well, actually, before that, like, it was like 6.30 or an hour before she come down. Um, I woke up, and I was like, oh, my fucking neck is so stiff because it was bent over the fucking office chair. I was like, fuck, I gotta find a bed or something or some kind of cushion. So I seen this, like, I got up out the office chair, and I laid down this, it's like, I seen this doggy bed. Doggy cushion. I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> Laid down in that dog bed. Like an hour later, I had like an hour of sleep. He had like four hours of sleep. She come down, Karen come down, starts clapping and shit. Was like tripping out. Not like crazy, but she was like, everybody up. Me and him down there. Kayla and Kaylee went to bed. Woke up. And um, it's like I was fucking pissed. I was tired. Want to go back to bed? We walk, we walk upstairs. So I, meanwhile, I'm telling you, I had black jeans on. Black jeans. Just remember that. Yeah, he had black jeans on. But see, on the way back from the crap house to the house, he fell down like three times in the fucking slopping mud, and just like caked his fucking jeans with fucking mud and it dried. They were brown. Yeah, it was like brown, but looked like camo pants. <laughs> And he goes, and we go upstairs. It's a fucking train wreck upstairs. I mean, Pumar sitting there looked like he'd been through hell. Like he only slept an hour, just the same as us. I mean, he had the cow lick. His hair was sticking straight up. He was like bloodshot eyes and shit sitting there. And uh, everybody else is passed out. Big Gibson's like, oh, you all guys have fun last night. And he was like, yeah. I was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. We're going to bed. And, uh, and he's like, yo, Hoss. Big Gibson's like, yo, Hoss, nice camo paint you got on. Because it, it looked like a camouflage pattern from out, like the mud dried on it. Uh, it was just so funny. And, I mean, and we just jumped in the fucking car, went back to the house, went yeah. to Helen's yeah. house. No, it was, when we was leaving, I was like, yo, this is, I should have been in my tree scene like 45 minutes ago. Oh, last day of deer season. That's what it was. Last day of deer season. Last day of deer season. And he goes... Yeah, I should have been in my tree stand like 45 minutes ago because it, it was like break of daylight, <laughs> 7, 7.30 in the morning. We go back to Helen's, we walk in. He gets so pissed because girlfriend at the time had that she got a deer. And and, they, and they was taking pictures. I'd be pulling in. She was taking pictures of it on the tailgate of the truck. And he was like, yo, fuck this. <laughs> we went inside. Oh, He's like, yo, you got any- So hell, I was like, you can't take your pants in there. Yeah. So I undressed on the fucking porch. <laughs> Down to his fucking boxers. Well, he's like, you got anything I can sleep in? And I was like, yeah, I got some shorts or something. <laughs> I gave him these fucking Brownsville Falcon sweatpants. Did you um, got like eighth grade? Dude? Up to mid-cap. Yeah. Mid, mid they was like eighth grade. They come up like six inches above the fucking ankle. <laughs> it was so tight. They were so small on him. He passed out on the couch in the back room. I went in my bedroom and passed out and woke and slept. We slept till like two o'clock in the afternoon. That was a good times. And then we got up and uh, we was like, all right, let's, let's check out YouTube real quick. And we was like, we were still into the ghost shit at the time. So we found this trailer for this movie called Grave Encounters. And I was like, yo, this movie looks fucking 
dope, let's go to the mall and see if they got it. We'll walk the we'll monster tonight. We'll buy a monster tonight. So we go to the mall and we we go looking for it and it's like, okay, they got it here. There's one copy of FYE and that's great. Oh, meanwhile, shit. meanwhile, I go to the mall in these fucking tight ass browns with Falcons pants. <laughs> yeah, you did. And uh, we had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Down in the bathroom in the mall. Oh yeah, the bolt machine. Go ahead. There's this fucking vending machine that had dull orange juice on it. And we walk back to the bathroom. And uh, he takes a one glance at this machine and it's just like, and just sort of I like, started gagging. I started gagging. Because of the orange like, juice. He like dry heaved because that's like all, because he, he had drunk as hell on it. Bought orange, orange juice. juice the night before. Went to the bathroom. Went back out the grave and No, no, we went back, we hid the DVD and then we went to Rose's Pizza. And, uh, you know, we fucking ate pizza, and I remember this kid walked past with a hockey stick. Yeah, from Dunham. Yeah, you got yeah and I was like, yo, I'd tear that kid up. <laughs> yeah, legit. So we went back, we bought Great Encounters, we watched it, it was fucking garbage. And, uh, <laughs> it legit, it, was, it sucked. And, uh, we got another text message from fucking Gibson, it was like, party tonight's crap house, and I was like, Let's go! <laughs> so we went back there and we got Part to, we two! Got again. That's for another time. Part two. Part two of the crap files. Jesus, dude. We got stories that are on on on, on deck on deck on deck. Like stories that just throw out all day long. We can take the podcast at least a four hour fucking segment. Easy. To just to just handle a summary of what it is that we've a done. Summary, yes. It's unbelievable. Um I need another beer, so we gotta we gotta get the fuck out of here. Um, Penguins game coming on five minutes ago, so we gotta get on top of this shit. Five minutes ago. Um, Zach Uhas, man, where the hell can our fans find you at if they're interested? They're all of our eight listeners that we have. If they're interested in anything I do or like my cool shit that I, that I fucking do. Happy Monday post. Yeah, legit, mostly sober. Um, <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Instagram at Uhas himself. You can find me on Snapchat at Uhas himself. You can find me on Twitter at Uhas underscore himself. And you can also find me on Facebook at Zach Uhas if you want. Uh, <clears throat> the podcast, you can find us on Facebook at The Mostly Sober Podcast. On Instagram, you can find us at Mostly Sober. Uh, well, at Mostly Sober Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Mostly Sober underscore. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, or you can listen to the podcast app, or you can listen to us on a podcast app called Satchel. Great, look, great app, by the way. Look in, look in uh, the category local if you're from around us. We'll be, like, I think we're fifth on the fucking uh, chart. If not, just look under comedy. We're there somewhere, or search us. Uh, Trav, where can they find you? They can find me at Travis O'Neill on Facebook. You can find me at T-O-Neal89 on the Snapchats. Real underscore deal underscore O'Neal on Instagram. And, um, yeah, Chrome, he's an outlaw, and he flies under the radar. No one knows where anything of his is besides maybe him. And it's like outlaw Chrome and, like, some number 23 somewhere. All right, right, Chrome, where where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, Yeah, Snapchat is chromychrome23, and uh, Instagram, outlawchrome23, and Facebook is Chrome Cromer. (laughs) <laughs> that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm sorry. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining another episode of the Most Sober Podcast. We're excited to uh, release these few episodes, so yeah, let us know how you feel. And please, shoot us an email. At yeah, we haven't gotten none yet. Shoot so us an email, mostsoberpodcast at gmail.com. Fucking say something. Hi. Let's be cool with it. Good enough. Yeah. Right, this is the first week where we're going to release two episodes this week. By the time you listen to this, you already listened to the episode that was out on Tuesday where we also had Creme 1. Uh... We're going to do another episode. We'll probably record very... Well, we'll release Tuesday, so uh, <clears throat> just fucking keep listening. Give us a share. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Tell your fucking mother. Your grandma. Your auntie. Your uncle. If we're making you laugh, we can make other people laugh, so... Damn straight. Come on. We're trying real hard at this. Um, I just want to throw out there, too, that... Um... <clears throat> Come wintertime, or, yeah, come wintertime. It's oh, yeah. wintertime right now. Um, come springtime, when the weather finally breaks, we plan on throwing a banger like we used to do back a couple years ago when we did it in the summertime, like for September birthdays. Oh, shit. Um, shout out to Brandon Furlong. I seen a post on Facebook that he said that, he said, mark my words, that he wanted to throw one of the biggest bangers come springtime after the weather breaks da, 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 that um, I'll probably get with him and we want to throw a, a massive banger party somewhere either at Isabel Ashdumps or Taylor Flats or something so anybody that would be interested in that we plan on doing like we did back in the day get a couple kegs have a big bonfire and try to get you know um, 100 or so people down there and just have a good time Maybe play most of the podcast in the background just for some background music. Or yeah. Andrew Smith, who knows? But also, I'm gonna bring this, I'm gonna bring this up now. I haven't told anybody yet, but uh, on uh, June 2nd, you can catch me down the Pittsburgh Improv. I will be doing my first ever set, and I think it's gonna go all right. I already got it booked. It cost me 212 dollars. So uh, come check me out. If you think I'm funny, then great. If you don't, fuck off and drink some beer. I'd like to just be involved in that. Like, how come I didn't know about this? I didn't tell nobody yet. I I wanted it to be a surprise, but I felt like bringing it up now. What the fuck? I'll spend $212. We'll go on there together and fucking rip shit up. Well, the ticket's not going to be $212. Not a ticket's not, but I mean to be able to do it, though. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining another episode of the Most Super Podcast. I'm Travis Neil Hill, my good pal Zach Uhas, and our guest, Zach Cromer. We... Appreciate your listen, and we appreciate the time that you've dedicated to, to checking out these episodes that we have. So, you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll check you out on next Tuesday. Peace, mother fucker. <laughs> that concludes the episode, guys. We'd like to thank you for listening, of course. Yeah, uh, we just want to apologize for the uh, shitty audio we had. We tried to remaster this episode as best we can. We yeah. had so bad of equipment when oh we my recorded God. this. It was like, some shitty-ass laptop, and we were in a room that was basically like... It may as well have been called like the Echo Room. <laughs> yeah, because there's an echo on everything, but <laughs> that doesn't matter. We want this episode out there. Absolutely. 100% we want it out there for everyone to hear. <laughs> I I don't even know honestly for me I don't even know where to begin man uh, Chrome dude so many stories that I had for such a long period of my life begin with me and Chrome or me Chrome and Zach we did this we did that 
Uh, you probably heard a lot of the stories that we have to say together on this episode. Um, from going to the Berg right after work uh, to staying at your house and me and Phil Ganoose having a fucking toothbrush over there. Uh, staying over there during work days. Like, it's just L.A. Noor at 3.30 in a fucking morning trying to solve crimes together. <laughs> Dude, I, I, the stories are just endless and I think that I could sit here for hours and just talk about the things that we've done and how much I'm going to miss all those memories and all the fun times that we've had together and the cookouts, the birthdays, the holidays that, that you won't be around for is, is, is heartbreaking for all of us. Um, we love you to death, buddy, and I, I'll miss you for the rest of my life. We all will miss you for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it's like losing a member of your family. Just my kids aren't going to know who you are, even though I'm going to show them pictures and say, hey, that's that's your Uncle Chrome. It, <laughs> it's hard. You always be around. Not physically, but He's you there. always be around. He's there, man, for sure. It's just even from like today, you... you the signs are just there, man. Like he's he's gonna be around forever for sure. And it's it's just selfish of us because we want we want to be able to see him and give him a hug or a high five or throw some cornhole with him or whatever it is. Yeah, you'll be you're you'd probably be astonished at how many people actually fucking love you. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably like all these people. <laughs> Yeah, man, you've touched everybody. Everyone, man. A lot of fucking people, man. So I think we're going to end this episode the only appropriate way that we'd know how to and that you'd know <laughs> how to. Uh, if anyone wants to uh, look Zach Kramer up, he's on Facebook at his name and on Instagram at OutlawChrome23. Look at his pictures. Like him if you want hell of a dude one of my greatest friends that I've ever had and we're going to end this episode on a mostly Cromer beer chug a mostly Cromer beer chug dude I love it well <laughs> from us here at Mostly Sober Studios we hereby announce that we fucking love you more than shit, anything else in the fucking world. We love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>